All right, it's official. We are here, here for the count, and we're gonna talk about things. Back again with Let's Chat with Carter with another episode. I'm glad you guys are here. This is an episode that I've been wanting to talk about for a while, so let's just get into it. We're talking about fake friends. Since I started this podcast, I swear to you, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's me revealing some things about myself through this podcast. But generally, I feel like vibes have been, you know, just like a little, I don't know if it's just between 23. I don't know if it's like growing up, you start realizing how friendship, like the dynamics with friendships and how they change over time. Um, New friendships that you make, how like they're not as deep um, as like your previous relationships, so on and so forth. Um, I decided I need to talk about it because... I'm in the mood. I'm literally in the mood and I can't stand the current environment, everything happening right now. I think friendships and relationships in general are very important. And yeah, I think they're not talked about enough, specifically friendships, relationships. Like I'm not going to talk about that this episode. So if you want to talk, we'll get into that next episode. Yes. Come back for the next episode. I think I'm going to be talking about relationships. So this episode, we're talking about friendships. Next episode, we're talking about relationships. So get ready for that. So to start off, I just want to go over like the classifications of what is considered a friend. Like, what do you consider a friend? For me, based on the interactions I've had with different people, um, I know my categorization of friends is very, um, I guess, has more layers than I think a lot of people. A lot of people call friends like anyone their friend, someone that they just met. I mean, not someone they just met, but someone they just like met and befriended or whatever, like had a good conversation with, like, and like they meet again, all of a sudden, that's your friend. That's not your friend. For me, that's not my friend. That That's just how I roll. Like, for me to call you a friend, it takes like a certain level of trust and respect and like, you know, like a development of, I guess, a development of a relationship with that person to be called a friend. So to start off, I would say a friend in my eyes is someone that you can hang out with by yourself. It doesn't require someone else being there with you or so-and-so or like, you know, it doesn't need um, like, I guess, basically just someone else being there. You can hang out with them solely by yourself and they're able to, I guess, contact you when they want to hang out. Like, I think that to me is a friendship rather than like being a mutual. I think a mutual is someone that you have connections with, with via another person, like someone else, that other friend has to be there for you both to like, you know, all three of you or plus more to hang out. Like that specific person has to be present or unless they're not going to come, they're not going to show up or it's just going to be an uncomfortable vibe. It's not going to be like, you know, the same type of energy, like that same uppity friendship, good vibes all around type of energy. Like it can be like, not saying that you have any bad blood with that specific person, but generally I feel like it's just different. You know, I, you know what I mean? You know, you, you know the vibes. But basically, yeah, that's what I've been noticing a lot more. And when I talk to people, like, um, I've been able to differentiate mutuals versus friends. And I think it's an important distinction, like, might I add. I think it's a really important distinction to know who's your friends. Like, who can you rely on? Who shows up to your birthday parties? Like, (laughs) who shows up to your birthday parties? Who shows up to the events that you host? Who's not flaky? Who is able to, I guess, who is uh, consistent? Um, who, who feels like this is like an actual friendship versus like a transactional relationship. All those type of things are factors that I consider 
um, I guess, establishing a friendship. And I think that's not, I think, but that's specifically what I want to talk about because I've been realizing some things like, I don't know what it is with this year, but 2023 with friendships has been such a weird place. Like I've never had the issues that I've had with friendships other than this year. It's been, it's been very like, it hasn't been like really like, you know, there hasn't been like messiness but it's just like I think it's like undertones of like who you know like this is not what I thought it was basically like I think people reveal themselves and yeah you have to just pay attention to the signs so on that note let's go over like some things that you can tell of like who's not your friend like certain red flags to keep in mind of when considering who's your friend so the first thing I would go sort of like effort like I personally I think since 2023 has started I have been more I guess my expectations have been higher because of the friends that I've made and the standards that have been set I have certain expectations and that's okay like I think as you grow older you start to realize like better friendships and like establishing a better relationship and it doesn't take as much for that friendship to thrive Um, And that's something I've noticed, like, basically with energy, like, transactional-wise, like, who do you feel, like, I guess, takes low energy? Some, I mean, some of your friendships might be high-maintenance, and that's totally fine. But in general, I feel like, um, like, one-sided energy, basically, that's what I'm getting to. Like, who do you feel like, like, that's one of my red flags. If I feel like this energy, like, the, the energy that I'm putting in is more, like, way more than what you're putting in not necessarily no no friendships are equal i'm just gonna say that no friendships are equal nothing's gonna be like you know even and all that type of stuff half and half it's more so along the lines of who do you feel like actually values you and puts in the energy and time to show that you're appreciated um i think that's a big thing for me that i notice i'm like okay so who's out here you know making me feel great like i mean not making me feel great but just being there, supporting, being a supportive friend, up, like holding you up and just being, just being a great friend. Like, I think that that is, doesn't even really need an explanation. You know, when someone does not make you have bad vibes, like, is this person saying stuff about me or so on and so forth? Let me stop because I'm going to get too far ahead. But generally, like, um, feeling the vibes and feeling the vibes comes with like, you know, certain energies. If they have negative Nancy energy, don't want to deal with that. I personally think like um, petty comments or like petty comments is my biggest thing. Like undertones, you know, um, what's that one one word? Mm, I don't know. But do you feel like they bring good vibes to you? Do you feel like that they're getting you in trouble or are they like uplifting you and all that stuff? It's all about the vibes, people. It's all about the vibes. Make sure that your friends are like putting you in better places. I'm not saying that they necessarily need to have it all together and everything. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, what is that? How do you feel after hanging out with them? How do you feel after hanging out with them? How do you feel in the process of hanging out with them? What are the interactions like? Like, there shouldn't be problems. There shouldn't really, like, obviously we have, like, hiccups here and there. That doesn't mean that they're not your friend. But it's how they communicate with you and how they choose to communicate as well as like problem solve with you and that kind of like I think that's is the the I guess the stepping stones for a great relationship in my eyes in my experience personally like if they can't communicate if they don't have good communication they're gonna work for me 
I don't know if that that's not necessarily for everybody because I've met a lot of people that I can't get along with because of them not communicating, but they have a lot of friends. So who knows? I might just be the one with high standards. Um, that could be the case, but yeah, yeah, whatever. My standards are my standards. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I just can't. I literally can't. I think my next one would be competition. Personally, I can't stand a competitive person. Like, I never had problems with that when, like, dealing with women. When my friends were all women, I didn't have, we didn't compete. Like, there, there we were just, I don't know if it's necessarily the energy between men and women, but there was no competition. It just didn't feel like there was any... Like, obviously, there was disagreements, but it wasn't, like, a competitive, like, you know? Like, it didn't feel like you were competing in any type of category. I don't know if that's just a, the difference. Like, I feel like women don't feel like they need to compete with men. I don't know. I never feel like I've ever competed with a woman. Wouldn't say the same with gay men or queer men in general. Uh, my experience with queer men, I feel like I'm not a competitive person, but I sure do notice when someone is, like, you know, says some toxic things, or, like, it's just the weird vibes, like, I think as I, because I've always, like, pictured myself, like, befriending a lot of gay men and everything, and, like, doing that, I think a lot of us kind of go through that stage in life, but a lot of gay men are petty, I just really, like, it's beyond just, like, the whole, oh my god, like, gay men want to sleep around and everything, and, like, you never know if it's, like, a, a hookup thing or a friendship thing, no, it can still be a friendship thing, but some people just really get jealous. Like, some people really get, like, not necessarily jealous, but I think, what is it, an anemone? Animosity. Animosity. A lot of people get animosity out of nowhere for whatever reason. Like, you can just be vibing, but whatever you do sometimes reminds them of something that they lack or something that they want. So there's a lot of reasons. Like, you just have to watch out. Like, a lot of times you can read it by the energy um, for me, it's a lot of what people say, like the backhanded compliments, like, you know, the little, the little undertone comments is just like, Ooh, like, you know, like that, that, that's a big one as well as like social media engagement. Like, I don't like to bring up social media because it's kind of like, even though it shouldn't be an important thing for you, but there is still a lot of things you can get out of social media because a lot of people, I think people are more transparent over social media than they are in person. A lot of people are really fake, and I'm going to be honest. That is by default. A lot of people in this life have been conditioned and taught how to be fake, and that's just what it is. On social media, I think, specifically on whatever social media platform, I think you can really see how someone's brain operates, and I guess, like, some people get jealous. Like, you can tell by, like, you know, engagement-wise, likes comments shares like if they are never liking like liking or commenting on your post but they are always in your story that is something i would look out for that is a red flag in my eyes i don't know if that's necessarily for everyone but me personally if they are on your story all the time but they do not like your post or maybe they like your post sometimes but then like then we'll go through a streak of not liking your post out of nowhere yet nothing, you don't even know what is going on, that's concerning. Personally to me, because like I've had friends who consistently, without a doubt, will like my stuff, hands down, without a problem. And that's just, you know, like you can feel like there's no energy or anything like towards that. 
honest, some people will forget to like like your thing. That's totally fine. Done it before, plenty of times. Still do it today. But generally, I feel like if someone sees you and you are their friend and you guys call each other friends, you will not like there will be no weird tension or like you know like it like you like the thing. You're happy to see them happy you know like that's just how i go about things or like when i see that's what i recognize when i see especially when you watch how people like and everything um that's a big thing i think that i notice is like usually you see the same people liking their friends post or whatever and yeah that's just something i take from um social media but that's something to recognize like notice who's liking your pictures it's okay it's okay i never call them out on it but it's just like just keep a Keep it note, noteworthy because usually what you can do from there on or like something that I think for me what like sparks me to notice is usually based on how other people are interacting during the like, you know, their interactions start shifting. That's when I start paying attention to social media because I'm like, I feel like something is happening in person. So let me see how you are interacting with me on social media. And I can tell a lot, babe. Social media can tell a lot. I kid you not. I kid you not. People act weird on social media. I kid, It's so weird. I don't even... I am literally want to do a whole um, investigation on that. Because people act weird over social media. And I don't get it. I don't get it. Also, like, for me, I feel like I deal with a lot of inconsistent friends. And I, I understand everyone's busy. I think I'm coming... As we grow up, I'm realizing that a lot of people are busy everyone's life is different we all have different problems but i think it's important like i don't think you're a fake friend but i think it's important to be a good friend and like make sure you invest in your relationships because these things like people don't last forever like today the next day isn't promised um so on and so forth it's important to invest in the relationships that you already have acquired um and check up on people like yeah, I think that's a big important thing of being a good friend because you can be a good person. Being a good friend and a good person are two different things. I'm just say that. Being a good friend and a good person are two different things. You can be a great person but still be a bad friend. Maintaining relationships take work and effort. You need to put in time and effort to maintain and like, you know, build upon a friendship. And there's layers to it and it's fun. It shouldn't be like a job. It should never really be a job. It shouldn't feel choring. It should be an experience that you both are having and growing together. And I think a lot of people need to rem remember why they are in certain places. Like most of the times we are who we are because of our friends. We are in the positions that we are. We are in the places seeing things that we ain't, we've never seen because of like what we're invited to. Um, what we both like run into each other, you know, like things of that nature, like what we find ourselves in in situations or whatnot in the groups and circles that we find ourselves in. So that's a big component. And I think that a lot of people really need to value their friendships a little bit more or a like, yeah, just a little bit more, because I think at this stage of life, it's kind of like awkward personally. Like I don't like to me personally, I don't like to be the person to tell people, um, like, I never like to tell people to call me because if I need to call you, I'll call you, personally. But I will say, it gets annoying when you have to be the first person to do everything. Like, first person to call, first person to invite someone to something, having to coordinate all the group functions. It gets exhausting. If you aren't that type of person to really get exhausted from um, being the person to, like, you know, pitch in first or do anything or initiate, um, you know, good for you. 
but I think I got to a certain stage specifically this year. A lot of things happened this year. Like my, when I tell you, like I just got really tired of like just always putting myself or being the first person to do things. I think I like to give people the chance to grow and be able to initiate and grow as a person in their own self, in their own right. Um, and I don't see that a lot. I don't see the same reciprocation. It's all about reciprocation. Like, not a transactional thing, but it's like, you know, just people, everyone likes to be made felt. Everyone likes to be made felt. What do they like to be made felt? Everyone likes to be made felt important. Everyone likes to feel like they're um, they're cherished, that they matter, that you care about this relationship the way they care about you. Um, and that's a big thing. Like, I hear that a lot, too. But I don't think people know how to show that. Different people have a different way of showing affection. And it's important to know how your friends um, desire affection, regardless of, like, platonic or um, intimate relationships. So that's a big thing. That's a thing to keep note of because that's a big thing. Like, I go through phases with, like, levels with friendships. Like, when I... I don't know. I don't know if it's a cancer thing, but as soon as you show me a sign that I can't really trust you as much as I did, it's giving Rook Schlack. Like, decline. Like, it's just like, what is going on? What, like, why are you, what is this? So when I see people talking about their friends behind their back to me, I'm going to assume that they're going to talk, you know, talk about my business to whoever else um, behind my back. And I don't, I don't, I don't mess with that. As well as like, not only gossiping about you to others but as well as like them I don't know just the th certain things like certain things like if someone's like really obsessed with certain things I don't know that's just that's a whole tangent in itself but yeah as well as like I would say flakiness flakiness is another big thing for me if you are not consistent, oh my gosh, I cannot stand when someone tells me they're going to do something and don't do it. It's fine if it happens once, it's fine if it happens twice, but don't make it a pattern. Once I can't rely on you, it's kind of like, like, even if you don't mean to do it, it's kind of like, uh, I don't want to deal with this. Like, you know, as well as like the friends who like you invite places and they never show up and they never even respond to the thing. It's like, I'm not going to invite you next time. You're like setting a, it, like a, you're setting an example, you know, especially when it's your first time inviting them. I think that's a big thing. Like if someone invites you somewhere somewhere, and you don't, I guess, care to like go or you don't even like reschedule or initiate for like a next thing, it's kind of like, mm, I don't, you don't feel as valued or at least I don't. So that's another thing. I would say there's like your, like your best friends. That's like your tippy -to top. I don't know what, if there's anything like people say twin flames and all that type of stuff. Best friends is mine. Best friends is like, like your, that's your bestie. Like everyone knows what a bestie is. People who have multiple besties. That's, that's interesting. I don't have mm -mm, mm -mm, multiple besties. I don't know. Maybe you can, but like, I feel like they have to come in like, you know, I feel like that has to be like a group thing. I can't imagine having multiple besties. I have multiple close friends. That's different. I hold that at a different category, category, category as like being a best friend. So like close friends, someone like, you know, you're really close to that you see 
uh, more frequently than other friends, that you trust a little bit more than other friends, and so on and so forth. So I would say close friends, and then I would say regular friends, you know, regular friendships that you feel like you can still hang out with. Like, it goes interchangeable because there's some friends who are, like, more mutual friends. Because there's, like, friends, I would say there's mutual friends, you know, where you don't necessarily not feel like you're friends, but it's more so, I would categorize those mutuals, to be honest. That would be my next category is just mutuals. Because even though, like, I don't think mutuals, because mutuals have, like, a different, like, subcategory. I feel like you can be, like, mutuals as in, like, that's not really my friend, but that's, like, my friend's friend. Or you can be mutuals where it's, like, that is my friend's friend, but it's also, I consider them, like, somewhat a friend, but I still can't hang out with them by myself in a way. Like, you know those types? Yeah, there's different, I guess that's my categorization of mutuals. Like, there's two different ways of going about a mutual, as well as acquaintances. I think that would be the last here. I think that's five. Um, so, yeah, acquaintances is just someone, like, you know, briefly past, like, you know, those Instagram friends, and you'd be like, hey, okay, bye. You know, like, that kind of stuff. I think that's an acquaintance. So when you say hi, bye to, keep it pushing, you know, always be cordial or whatnot, but definitely acquaintance. I don't think that needs any explanations, but that's a thing. As well as, like, once you're in certain categories, you can definitely be demoted. Keep that in mind. I think friendships aren't forever, you know? Le- would love them to be, but, like, you outgrow fr- friendships. Like, that's... I talked about that in one of my last podcasts or one of my last episodes. Um, and, yeah, you can definitely outgrow friends. And that I'm not going to really get into outgrowing friends in this episode. You can go check out my last episode called Outgrowing Friends. It's something outgrowing friends. Basically, look for it. Scroll through it. You know, you'll find it. But generally, yeah, like, I think you can definitely outgrow friends as well as, like, I think placements in our lives kind of shift a little bit. And we don't really align as much anymore. And then some people just say certain things that I'm like, I don't know what that was from, but you have been demoted. And that is perfectly fine. Protect your peace. Um, yeah, and the, it's. I think it's hard with certain friends because obviously you never... For me, when I notice there's like a problem with a friend or someone showing some type of shadiness or fakeness, I'm kind of like dang, I didn't see that coming from you, but at the same time, I saw it coming from you, you know? It's like, uh, it's it's never a great feeling to have to demote a friend as well as, like, realize, have a realization about um, a friendship. Yeah, that's a big thing. That is definitely a big thing, at least a big thing for me currently. Because, you know, it's becoming that age where people are changing, people are going through their own lives, going through their own movements, life gets busy... And that's just that. But I will say, in my experience, it was so much easier making friends, obviously in high school, like throughout school, but like in the Inland Empire versus LA. Making friends in LA is so networking and so like transactional. Everything feels like a transaction. Like I have yet, like I've made friends in LA, but like I feel like they've never been as deep as my friends in the Inland Empire. And I don't necessarily know that's because of age, because, like, I have friends who I met throughout work or whatever, working in the IE, um, and they felt deep. I think it's just different. I don't know if it's that atmosphere, but it's definitely different making friends in L.A., and I think making friends outside of the country. When I meet some, like, the only thing I really do love about L.A. is that I'll meet people who are not from 
the United States as a whole because L.A. brings a lot of traffic in into it from all different parts of um, different parts of the world. And basically, what I find is that when I talk to people who are like you know international, um, they always they always shit about the you know obviously like public transportation in LA as well as like you know there's a lot of things about United States LA and all that type of stuff is very different than the rest of the world but that is something that I definitely do notice is that like I think talking to people who are either from the east coast as well as like who are international are kind of is easier for me specific places in the east coast like I would say New England type is fine um new york is great but you know i don't know i feel like new york has its type as well but yeah generally i feel like in certain places in certain countries in certain like states or whatever it's a little easier making friends i think la is just very connect like everyone's trying to connect everyone's trying to like grow be in another like be in another room it's kind of annoying it's just like what happened to just I don't know. It shouldn't be a thought. Like, I think a lot of it is just so much thought nowadays. And it's so weird. Like, for me, I think prior to, like, a year ago, I had to really dive, like, really dive deep in, like, who is actually my friend? Because I've never dealt with, like, the sly comments and petty comments as much as I did until I started making gay friends. I'm not going to lie to you. Until I started making gay friends, I'm just like, y'all are weird. This is why, this, this makes sense why the community doesn't really work like i don't know i have my whole thoughts on that i'll get back to you on that because that would be in another episode i will tell you that right now that would definitely be in another episode because oh ooh, 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 i don't get it yeah that is that but yeah i don't know like i think toxic relationships really affect your life in a way that you really don't you don't understand until they're gone and i like to know before that point I don't want to get out of something and be like, oh my God, like the red flags were all there. I'm tired of that. I am so tired of that. I want to know that I want to see the flags and I want to be like, deuces. I don't have time for it. I don't want it to scar me. I don't have time for all that. I'm so done. Say it with me. We're done. We are done with toxicity, with red flags. See the red flags. Like with me, anytime there is a weird vibe, I may not address it. I will say that. I may not address it, but I note it. I note take. I'm like, oh my gosh. I don't know what that was, but we're going to note it. We're going to pin it down and see if it keeps on happening. Three strikes are out. Well, I'm not, I can't even say that. Three. It depends on the friend. Like Generally, if they're a newer friend and there's already like a big strike, and it, it doesn't even have to take three strikes. If it's something major from the jump, I'm not. I'm not. They can be the best. My, my other friend's good friend is giving cut. It's given cut. There's certain things that have never been said to me. And I think once that happens, once something you do something that I ain't never experienced that's really toxic, I'm not giving you the benefit of doubt. I don't care. First impressions matter. And that is that. I, I really don't care to find out. You could be the greatest person in the world and you could have had a bad day. I don't care. It is. I'm off. I'm off with it. You picked the wrong one. And that's just that. Um, yeah, that is very much just that. But yeah, just like... Reading vibes, because we don't have time for that. Like, as you age, you get less and less invested in making sure that your friendships... Like, I care about maintaining my friendships and, like, investing in those friendships. I think when newer friendships come, it's kind of like you have certain expectations because you already met these expectations with other friends. And I think that's how I go 
um, more so with life now. But yeah, that is that. I want to make sure before I get into my next segment, I want to make sure I get everything off my mind because there's a lot of things about friends that have been irritating me lately. This is an episode that I've been dying to make. I'm going to make another one on social media coming later. But as of right now, I just want to say, are you a fake friend? Are you a fake friend? Like, are your friends real? Do you know that they're real? How do you feel about the vibes? Because it's important to pay attention to vibes. Don't be afraid to cut people off. People deserve it. They need to learn. I think a lot of people love this mentality of be the bigger, like, you know, the better person. Forget that. Call them out. Call them out. Either they can learn from that and care about, like, maintaining your relationship or they can completely brush it off, do the same thing, and you'll be out the door. And that's just that. They'll learn. They'll learn eventually. Maybe not from you, but they'll learn the next time. Hopefully, somewhere down the line they learn. If they don't, oh well. Oh, well, it's nothing to do with you. Don't waste your time on people that can't learn a life lesson. And just, that's just, that's just how I go. I have very, as you can see, I have very low patience for like a lot of things now when it comes to relationships. Cause like you have to, there's work. There is, you have to survive in this world. There's a lot of things and relationships are something you're choosing to do. It's something that I'm choosing to spend my time. I'm choosing to give you my energy. I'm choosing to have this exchange with you and I'm choosing to be in your life and you're choosing to be in mine. Let's respect this. Let's respect this. Go about this in a way that is like, you know, like really just up support your friends. Like I just watched um what did I just watch? I watched The Summer I Turned Pre- um The Summer I Turned Pretty. That if there is corny, it's corny, but if there is one thing that I will learn or forever take, I want corny friendships like that. Don't hit me with some petty stuff. I don't care what you went through in your childhood. It ain't for me to deal with. Go seek therapy. And I'm sorry, that may be, some people might get triggered by that, but seek like redemption. I can't be that redemption arc for you. I can't, I don't want to be that friend to be like, oh, I... I understand that they went through a lot as a kid. They're working through it. Work through it on your own time. Like, I can only take too much because you're going to start affecting me. And I think a lot of people need to think about that. You need to understand that being with toxic people, no matter how good they may seem at certain points, and like, you know, sometimes they have their little petty comments. No. Those petty comments will like, you know... They start affecting you over time. You start realizing it. And I think you become more guarded and like, oh, what was that? And like, you know, you start analyzing things that people say more often. Like your, I guess your, your shields, your barriers and everything get a lot more dense. You become less softer. And it's important to recognize that. And you don't have time for that. Like only soft people only. That's it. Only soft people only. Stick with that phrase. Only soft people only. Say it with me. Only soft people only. Mm, mm. yeah yeah okay yeah that's that's that only soft people only because i can't like hard people are nice for like you know that tough love or whatnot and like you know they get hard people have benefit like they're beneficial as well but yeah i like soft individuals like that soft life have someone who praises you don't have someone who doesn't know how to give you a compliment like Obviously, some people don't know how to take compliments, but it's something to learn. Like, learn how to take a compliment. Learn how to give a compliment. Know how to... um, Ooh, a good one is when I started this podcast. Oh, my gosh. The amount of people, like, 
that I really got to know who is there to support you. There are, I believe there are friends who don't mean to do certain things or don't like think about certain things, but really pay attention to the friends that are there to support you. I'm not saying that those who don't support you, like, like sometimes certain people don't mean to not support you. Um, I think you should have that conversation definitely if you're feeling some type of way about it. But um, I think you have to pay attention to the ones who support you without you having to say anything. When I created my podcast, the amount of people that I thought who were going to support me and didn't were outstanding. Outstanding. To this day, never have support me. Don't talk about it. Literally, it's crazy how people have so much ego and so much pride that they don't even know how to, I guess, compliment you or like, you know, acknowledge certain things. I definitely recognize the people who tell me, oh my God, I saw your podcast. You, you're doing so well. I've seen how much it grow, how, how much has grown. I really like that you're putting this effort to create a platform for yourself. Like people who are like that, people who are like, pay attention to the people who are in your comments too. Like pay attention to the people that I guess go out their way to acknowledge you to, they're like those people that constantly like your post. Not all the people like, you know, sometimes they can be stalkers. I'm going to be real. I'm going to keep it real. But there are certain people on social media that, like, you haven't, like, invited out to go get brunch or, like, you know, go, go like, do drinks, go bowling, do something. Like, you, there are a lot of people that are on your social media that have been on your social media since day one or for a very long time that you still have not taken out to go, like, you know, invest in creating a friendship with. And I don't know why. A lot of people are scared to be bold nowadays. You know me. I'm a bold person. I like bold people. I am waiting, I am waiting and praying that a lot of people become bolder, nicer, and giving, like, hearted people, because I think I am just, like, a lot of people are just not giving these days, and that's just simply that. A lot of people aren't giving, and we need to change that. We need to create the world that we want to see, and that's just that simple. That is that simple. But without further ado... I want to get into the tea. I have yet to read these messages, and I, I, I've been dying to read them. I want, like, y'all to get a reaction with me as well. So, like, I didn't read them, the messages that you sent. Um, thank you. Shout out to everyone who has sent their feedback. I did an open poll, not an open poll, but an open, like, casting call-wise of, like, people who wanted to share their own experiences with fake friendships, and I'm glad. I'm glad with the results. Y'all can't, y'all pulled through um yeah i definitely appreciate y'all if you don't have me on instagram and all that that's where it was on so add me on instagram and all those other social media platforms um let's chat with cutter all the way around i'm not even gonna say it because i've been saying it for a minute so we're just gonna get to it when i'll, I'll reveal it when i when it's here when it's here <laughs> yeah so without further ado let's get into it so I got a response from not it's anonymous anonymous <laughs> i was about to say the name I'm like oh anonymous fake try to be with your man because misery loves company they're good going through and then become envious of you Mm. Mm. so these this is a little different i have i've never experienced this because i've never been in a relationship spoiler alert your boy has never been in a, a, a official relationship like that cute love you know um yeah so i have never experienced this but i am very worried of it i've actually had a situation 
with a friend and to this day talked about it to be determined you know i had a situation with a friend one that was my first experience with a friend um you know it was you know communication talked about it and i whatever they told me i believed what they said because that's all i could do but if i see it again you know that's it i don't i'm you know that's that's just that so i feel you girl i do feel you um I also do make sure, make sure you have the conversation though, because if you don't know, because a lot of people have like, I'm noticing a lot of people have tendencies to like be their worst critic or like have really negative thoughts about their friends and they create relationships with their friends. Be, make sure that you know before you like, you know, you make that final, that final call. But yeah, thank you for that response. Um, Everyone share your opinions on that, on your feedback on that whole story time. But yeah, that is one. Oh, here we go. Here's a long one. Ooh. Dear me, this is my first time really talking about this, so we're all kind of figuring out my feelings together. Me and my friend, let's call her Mindy, have the same algebra class and were inseparable until we started high school. We've moved 30 minutes north and I decided to go to the high school 30 minutes south. So you see how we couldn't meet often. However, I personally still consider her my best friend, regardless of the distance. We knew everything about each other. Our families, our dreams, our, t- our fears, etc. Oh, this is deep, girl. Thank you for this story. Um, wow. Okay. I think we started to grow apart when she got a long-term boyfriend. Oh, it's always those. Uh, I have another. I'm going to get into a story time after this. Um, so a long-term boyfriend. However, I was happy that she found a loving partner and that she was happy. College started and I ended up going across the country so we couldn't even see each other on our birthdays. I did a lot of maturing and considered myself to be three times more emotionally mature now than when I started college. With all this in context, done, with all this context done, now let's really go into the event that led me to rethink nine years of friendship. Oh, I'm not ready. I'm really not ready, y'all. I'm actually really not ready. I'm not prepared for this at all. So, I got an unexpected FaceTime call from her in spring. She and her boyfriend had broken up, and of course, I was going to confront her. Ooh, ooh. Oh, comfort her. Sorry. Of course, I was going to comfort her. She was my best friend. I was already uh, oh, I was around midterm season, so I was beyond stressed. I was almost failing chem and I had a falling out with another friend who I considered a sister. Uh okay, so many knew all of this. Looking back, I was in no place to provide emotional support, but it was my dearest friend in need and I was going to make some sacrifices. A few days after that call, she thought of booking a last-minute flight to fly and visit me. I was shocked, not going to lie. That's cute. That's real cute. What? Okay, your friendships are a little different. Okay. I'm like, okay. Uh, That's such a huge commitment, but I was so happy that they would that they could have a girl's night and just truly catch up and just bond. Unfortunately, it was not like what I imagined. The two nights she was with me, I had to be her on-call therapist. Of course, I offered, and I don't regret it. It was my friend in need. 
but there was something so self-serving in a way she went about this. At no point was I asked how I was doing mentally with my classes, bad, or how I was doing with my with losing my support system in college. Nothing. No curiosity about my life whatsoever. Then she made it her, her goal to find a man, a distraction, while she was visiting. I was upset. I thought this was a trip for us to grow closer, but it became a trip where I, I, when I carried. Wait, a trip where I, I carried. Hold on, y'all. My, my reading's a bit. Okay. A trip where I carried all her emotional baggage while she looked for, uh, while she looked for ways to having fun, to have fun. Mm. she chose her distraction to be my neighbor at the time wait she chose her distraction to be my neighbor at the time the guy i've had a crush on for half a year whoa hold on this is getting uh, hold on wow okay there are layers something she also knew i didn't interfere not because it didn't hurt but because I was so emotionally drained that I simply could not bother. Girl, I get you. Even though I was vomiting from stress from my midterms, working, and just trying to keep up with college, she expected me to stop everything I was doing to be her emotional support animal. This is all I was. Actually starting a game in my head of how many minutes I could go without talking. Oh, that, oh, that is when you know. That is, I I can totally relate to this because I had a friend just like this and I will explain if I have time because this battery is dying. But uh, yeah, definitely. She never noticed I missed some office hours and mentor sesh to be able to give her a tour of the city. After she left and I recovered enough to address my own emotions, I was left with an ick feeling. I felt used and exhausted. I started to look at our friendship um, retrospectively. I realized that she only texted me when she needed a therapist and any interaction from her and and I would be about guys or family drama. I stopped sharing anything personal she had yet to realize. I stopped reaching out first and I only got get a text from her when she needs me. This was later confirmed when she went after a friend of mine and it went badly so she texted me soon after for valid- validation. I look back at this friendship now and can't help but feel embarrassed. I gave this person everything I could possibly give for no reason. Ooh, uh, okay, yeah. So, what I will say, first and foremost, if you have yet to, like, I hope you had this, this address this to her because you, obviously, your feelings are valid, but you are going to make your own story and stick to your own story unless you have someone else's. And yes, people can gaslight and they probably will because people do not like feeling like the bad person. That is just facts. But it's good to still get some type of closure on like how they go about it. Obviously, if you have been friends for a long time, you know their toxic habits and how they try to like cover up certain things. And like, you know, I'm sure you've had disagreements before and had to address them. So you know, do whatever you got to do. If you have an ick feeling, like, based off of everything that you told me, this would definitely be an ick for me. Um, I've had an experience with a friend just like that that I had to cut off personally. Um, that is... not going to get into that. But I had to cut off personally that had the same vibe that every time they would call up is when they needed something. When they wanted to vent about a relationship with a boy or something like that. 
And it those relationships really get exhausting because it's like you never call to check in on me. And not necessarily that I need that, but it's nice to have. It's nice to feel like your friends actually care about you and want to actually invest in like making sure you're good. And that's how friendship should be. Like, you know, it's not you have to like take a mental note to make sure like, am I treating this person how they should be treated? Like, how much are they doing for me? Am I corresponding? Like, am I reciprocating the same energy? Um, and definitely, I am so sorry that that happened to you. But, you know, hey, it's a learning experience. We all have those. I've had that experience. I'm sure other people have yet to have that experience and will have that experience. And will use this, use your experience as a learning, you know, as a learning experience of their own. And then when they end up having that experience, they'll know the red flags and boom, bam. So we thank you for your story. Um, I had another story, but that one was kind of a little... Mm, you know so and plus i'm like i i'm trying to keep these at like at least an hour mm. and we're back sorry my camera just died so that was that but we're obviously gonna have to <laughs> close it on up because yeah my camera's saying no more girl we talked about enough but that is just my spill on friendships i will definitely get into it with a guest next time because it's something that I want to talk about with like a mass audience and like get different perspectives and everything. Talking with like, you know, obviously by myself is my own take, but I definitely want to, um, any like solo episode that I do, I definitely want to have um, guests come on to give their own perspectives and like, you know, share experiences and all that type of fun stuff. But as always, y'all, this has been Let's Chat with Carter. Follow me on all my socials. Make sure you hit the follow button and that notification button on spotify we come out every tuesday so stay tuned and always stay purposely you y'all bye <laughs>